Thanks for joining us for another day of prayer and fasting. We're so thankful that you're willing to join us in this work through your prayers. This week, we've been talking about what it means to seek God. One thing I've noticed is that not everyone looks for things the same way. It's especially obvious in my kids. Some of them look for something until they find it, and it makes my mama heart proud. Others just stand there until they're sure it's lost. And of course, when those kiddos come to tell me for the third or the fourth time that their shoe or book or toy is just completely gone forever, it's pretty much a guarantee that the object is in plain sight. And I end up quoting my parents, kiddo, if that was a snake, it would have bit you. So when we talk about seeking God, sometimes we're talking about wanting a sense of peace or closeness to him. We want the comfort of being in his presence. Sometimes we want to understand what's going on in the kingdom of heaven here on earth and how we're supposed to be a part of it. And sometimes we just want God's opinion, his wisdom on what we're supposed to do next about our job or in our relationships or with our money. Sometimes we look for what God is doing the same way my kids look for their shoes. We stand there just long enough to be sure that we cannot figure out what God wants or where he's moving. Then we move on and we do things in our own strength or in whatever way we wanted to in the first place. But that's not the way of Jesus. Jesus tells us that God is like a father who's constantly looking for his wayward son. He's like a woman looking for her missing coin and willing to clean her whole house to find it. And he's like a shepherd who leaves the 99 to find that one missing sheep. And we're supposed to seek God the same way. In Jeremiah 29, 13, God tells us, you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. James 4, 8 says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. And in Luke 11 is one of the passages that we know as the Lord's Prayer. Jesus was teaching his disciples how to pray, but Luke tells us that that wasn't the end of Jesus's prayer lesson. Right after, he presents a hypothetical scenario. If you went and banged on your neighbor's door in the middle of the night because you needed bread to feed surprise guests, your neighbor would probably tell you to go away. But if you kept knocking, your neighbor would get up and give you whatever you needed. Not because you're friends, you might not be anymore, but because you were bold enough to ask. Jesus continued with some more words that we've all heard. So I say to you, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives. The one who seeks finds. And to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. Jesus is teaching us how life in the kingdom of God works. He's saying that we should ask God for things like that annoying neighbor. We should go out of our way to seek out what we're looking for. And we should knock on God's door with our needs. God answers bold requests. As we launch Renovation Greenville, Joe and I, along with the rest of the leadership team, don't want to go a single step without God's presence. We need him more than we need anyone else. We need his wisdom more than we need anything else. So would you pray with us that the launch team, both from Renovation Simpsonville and from Edge Church, would seek first his kingdom and his righteousness? Would you pray boldly for those things in your own life as well? We know that the people who seek God find him.
Thanks for praying with us today. It's an honor to be part of this church family.